Blog Talk Radio. Listen, Eden is kingdom, and Eden mindset is a kingdom mindset. Let me hear ya. Where my Eden citizens at? Where my Eden citizens at? Where you at? Let me see your dear hands like this. Come on, let me hear you, let me hear you. Put your hands together like this. Come on. Here we go. When God made man, he made a feeling. It was his plan that we live blessed. Nothing is on you to 
previous Live at Azusa projects, you've heard some of the stories of the old saints like Mother Sherman, Mother Garner, my own grandmother whom I called Big Mama, and many others. Today, you'll hear about the saints who started it all, the founders and keepers of perhaps the most important revival in the 20th century. Nearly a hundred years ago in Los Angeles, California, in a converted livery stable on Azusa Street. Once again, we are live at Azusa. Come on, let's praise God and put those hands together for our bishop and Dr. Carlton D. Pearson. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Brother Alvin, and hello, Azusa. You have come this far by faith. Go back with me to the Woodlawn Park Church of God in Christ in San Diego, California, where we used to march in every Sunday morning singing this song. We've come this far by faith. Let's sing it and Oh, 
measure of faith, it's brought me thus far, Welcome, well, I want to welcome everyone to another episode of Blog Talk Radio, this is the show, the Douglas Family and Friend Network, listen,
let that play in the background. Okay, folks, I want to apologize. I got disconnected. Been having a lot of trouble with my phone lately, and I hope this does not speak of what's going to happen for the rest of the night. But all day today, I've been having trouble with my phone. So just told the wife I may need to use her phone as a backup. But anyway, how's everybody doing tonight? Hopefully you're doing really good. Again, I'll say it again when I was disconnected earlier. We have a fun filled show tonight. We have not one but two interviews. We'll be interviewing the one and only Cassandra Booker. Cassandra Booker, and as some of you may know, this is Mickey's daughter as well as Lorene. Both of them are going to be on the show tonight. And uh, we're going to also, if we have time, have an open forum talking about the state of the African American church. Is it relevant to black people? Is it not? Is it doing a good job? Kind of like a report card for the African American church tonight, if we have time. But before I go another further, I'm going to go ahead and bring on my co host, which is the one and only Darlene Douglas. Darlene, you there all the way in Austin, Texas? I am. I'm here. Yeah, did you know I got disconnected earlier? Yes. No, I didn't. I was <laughs> yeah, trying to print. I, I kind of I, I covered it up with the song, but no, I've had a rough time with this phone today. So hopefully that won't happen again. So, darling, say hello to the family. How are you doing tonight, for real? Hello, family. I am doing great this afternoon. That's oh, good. That is good. Well, we're looking to have a very exciting show. Do you know much about uh, Lorene or uh, Cassandra? I met the both of them in May of 2007 in Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, really? When I, yes, I attended a a family reunion in Little Rock, and I met them both. They were they were real excited to meet uh, family. Oh, really? Yeah, well, um, yes. that excitement that excitement hopefully will spill over to tonight's show. And, folks, we got the phone lines full. We got all kind of area codes. I want to thank you all for being early, those of you that have chimed into the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being early. We really appreciate that. Really appreciate that. I mean, I see all kind of area codes, and I like to see more than just one uh, area of area codes. So, uh, should be very nice tonight. Darling, I want to just uh, ask you, um, because we want to bring them on pretty quickly, uh, about 8.30-ish, somewhere around there. Did you want to do the birthday tonight for April? I didn't get a chance to talk with you about that. Did you get a chance to get those together? I have some. Okay, um, okay. Well, let's uh, – let, hold on a second. Let me get my little uh, – let's cue up the birthday song music. And do me a favor, because I listened to the show last week, and you went kind of fast. So I want you to go mm-hmm. nice and slow, but we can think about whose birthday it is. You know, go like an old lady or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's know okay. whose birthday is in April. Go right ahead. Okay, we have Aretha Williams Douglas, the 19th. Who is, who is that? Aretha? Aretha. Okay. Aretha okay. Williams Douglas. Is my sister Okay. Oh, uh, happy birthday. Alicia Allen. I think they call her Lisa. Her birthday is okay. today, the 5th. Okay. We have right. Kevin 
Our cabin, Spain, is April the 7th. Oh, April 7th. Okay. Okay. And he also shares a birthday with his sister, Margaret Spann Turner. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Um, Yvonne Williams, April the 26th. Tanya McVeigh. It's your sister, right? Tanya McVeigh. Yeah, that's my sister. April the 8th. That's right. D. Morris Turner. Okay, that's my brother's son. Yes, April the 15th. Rotaris Smith. Is that Donna's son? That's Donna's son, right. April the 10th. Okay. Okay. We have Kirk. <laughs> we have Kirk Douglas. April the 24th. That's your brother. That's your brother, yes. right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Your brother. Uh, I think most people. Right. Kirk Melvin Douglas. Yo. April the 24th. Oh. My. Yo. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have Thelma. Douglas Cooper. I think her birthday is April the 9th. I didn't get a chance to verify that. But what I like to say, I think she has about nine nine or ten kids, something like that. And she's been deceased maybe five years. But each year, each year on her birthday, her kids honor her with this big celebration. And they're going to have oh. it April the 16th this year. Oh, okay. That's a and lot. that's it. That's, a, that's, a no, that's a lot. I didn't think, I didn't think you'd have that many with it being such a, uh, uh, you know, um, I didn't even give you a chance to get that ready, so that's pretty good. Pretty good, Miss Darling. Pretty good. Darling, you want to go ahead and uh, tell us any update on the cruise in New Orleans? I guess we should talk about it up until the very day it happens. Uh, no updates. All I have is I did uh, see Kendall over the weekend, and she said, of course, just give her a call and, and uh and she'll see what she can work out. Okay, you got a number? Mm, looking for it now. Okay, it's 512-517-7990. Okay. Again, it's 512-517-7990. Okay. Okay, now the music festival, um, you know, sometimes they run out of rooms down there and you be standing like we did. We uh, One year we ended up staying in this hotel. My brother was so mad at me. Um, oh, really? Why is that? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I 
you, the you already told me this. I'm just trying to get everybody else to find out. You already told me this. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, a friend of mine's had like four or five rooms, and she let me have one of her rooms. And the rooms was only like forty dollars a night, and uh, it was like re- it was real sleazy, and it was Uh-oh. so bad. When I went to bed, yeah, when I went to bed at night, I would put a chair under the the door handle, and it was like um, it was on the outskirts of New Orleans, and. Um, Oh, my brother was so mad. But anyway, do not stay at the, uh, I think it was the Evergreen or something like that. <laughs> but, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. What's, your, what's your brother call it? What's your brother call it? You really want me to tell you? Yeah, tell him. Come on, tell it, tell it. <laughs> okay. I was in this, <laughs> we were in this uh, hotel and I had my mom with me, and my brother had a nice hotel in inside of New Orleans. So he told me that I had his mama at a whorehouse, <laughs> at a whole motel or something like that, he told me. But anyway, oh, he we got gonna, through that. He ain't going to never live, live that one down. No, he's not. Every now and then he go, you remember when you had my mama? <laughs> At that hotel. <laughs> yeah, I will get on YouTube about that one. Well, at least y'all got to enjoy the festivals, though, right? Yeah, but I'd rather. My friend is like, she always want to say, 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 but I'd rather spend a little bit more and be inside of New Orleans and, and then walk from place to place instead of driving in. I hate to drive in and having to find a park and deal with the whole crowd and stuff like that. Uh, well, that's very that's funny. That is funny. Well, listen, everybody, again, <laughs> those of you just, shop, just popping in, thank you for joining us tonight for another episode of the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. You listen to Seth. Also, the co-host is on the line, the one and only Darlene Douglas, all the way from Austin, sharing her excitement adventures, adventures in New Orleans. In a little bit, in a little bit, we'll be bringing on the one and only. Uh, actually, it's going to be the two and only. We're going to have two interviews tonight, folks. Cassandra's going to be stopping by, as well as Loreen on the Eddie Douglas Booker side of the family. I can't wait to have these ladies on and uh, let y'all hear what they have to say. I'll give you a little hint. They have a lot to say. So let's get ready. That's coming up in a little bit. But I do want to uh, do a few more things, and then I want to take a short little break and bring them on. I um, I was wanting to just kind of mention really quick for the family about this whole Ed Isabel, um, Ed and Isabel page. For whatever reason, uh, we're getting a lot of – we're getting people posting but I don't know what's going on with the views. We're not getting a lot of people to check out the views. So when you get that little message on your Facebook uh, that somebody posted something in the Ed page, you want to encourage family to go and check it out. That's if you're interested, okay? But you should want to support your family. I mean, I mean, who else better to support than your family? But we do thank the many of you that are posting on the page. Right, darling? We've got a lot of people that's posting different things, right? We do. And, oh, we may want to mention our little cousin, our little cousin, 
Salon West. Her mom oh, posted Shalai. something out there. Chile. Um, yes, yes, yeah. yes. They want to check that one out. Okay. Good, good, good. Well, I just want to just encourage those that's posting on the page. Keep doing that. That's like our family's headquarters page, if you will. That is the headquarters for our family. So any kind of at news you got, post on the page, family. Any kind of updates, little funny stuff. You don't have to be serious. It can be really silly or it can be something very serious. Post on that page where we can learn more about you and what you're doing. We don't want to know everything about your business. Don't worry. Just a little bit. We're just trying to get to know each other just a little bit. Remember, we got three three goals on this show, and that is to become less strangers by talking like we're doing tonight, exchanging our information about our lives, sharing a little bit like the ladies are going to do tonight, a little bit about themselves, bringing into the world their home, their businesses to learn about them. This is one way we get to know each other. And the second goal is to network, I mean, excuse me, to uh, encourage each other. Now that we are getting to know each other, why not inspire each other, encourage each other through various ways that we can do, either on the blog, on the on the Elizabeth uh, page, and various Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. Again, to encourage and inspire each other. That's the second goal. Now that we get to know each other, the first goal, second goal is to encourage and inspire each other. And the last goal is to network on all kind of levels, economic levels, spiritual levels, emotion levels, just in any and every way we can. Those are part of uh, those. Well, those are our goals for this particular blog. And um, so, just want to remind you about the Edmonds Gut page because it's dying for whatever reason. We're not getting a lot of views. We're getting a lot of postings, but so it sounds like what people are doing on Facebook when they get that message that somebody posts on, on the Edmonds Gut page, they're not going and checking it out. I don't know what else y'all could be checking out. It's just more important than what your family is doing. So anyway. Um, that's pretty much it. You remember what Darlene was just saying? Don't forget what she was just saying about Soleil's mom. Go check out what she's put on the page there. And uh, I think that's going to be it. I got a lot of little notes here reminding me this, reminding me that we still are interested in uh, having a prayer buddy list, prayer buddy list. We just need some few more people to get interested in that prayer buddy list. You think that's a good idea, Darlene, have a prayer buddy list? Have family praying for each other, this side of the family praying for that side of the family. You think that's a great idea? I do. I do. I really do. I had a prayer buddy list, well, a group at church a few years back. And what you do is you pick a time, and as you're praying for this buddy and they're praying for you, you, I promise you, you can feel you can feel the spirit. You can feel them praying for you. So that's something I'm looking forward to doing. Yes, we want to really do that, family. If we don't do nothing else, if we don't do nothing else, I mean, folks, I don't care what anybody says. Our needs, first and foremost, is spiritual, because we are a spirit having an experience in a body. We're not a body having an spiritual experience. We are first and foremost spirits. So our need, our cry, our hunger is first spiritual. Take a little short break, and when I come back, guess what? It'll be time to talk to the ladies. And so just bear with us. We're going to be right back. I have this uh, a couple of uh, important uh, things that I feel like you need to know about, and uh, we'll be right back, folks. 
Verna's Health Foundation and co-sponsor Sandra Clark Funeral Home present the second annual Women Empowerment Prayer Breakfast, Saturday, April 30th, 9 a.m. to 1 at Edison's, located at 1724 Cockrell Avenue. The most powerful and influential Dallas living legends will be honored. Dr. Alma Jewell Pryor, Dr. Donnie Breedlove, Dr. Karen Holly Thibodeau, Dr. Kathy Dudley, Carmen Garcia, Dr. Elba Garcia, Belinda Odom Gaston, Geraldine Tynesey Miller, Tommy Young West, and Norma Adams Wade. You can purchase individual tickets at eventbrite.com or group tickets at Sandra Clark Funeral Home. Seating is limited. Get your tickets today. Everyone's invited to attend the second annual Women Empowerment Prayer Breakfast, April 30th, 9 a.m. at Edison's in Dallas. Sponsored by Verna's Health Foundation, co-sponsored by Sandra Clark Funeral Home, and endorsed by the Oak Cliff Baptist Ministers Union. For more information, call 214-932-1474. That's 214-932-1474. interviews tonight and I think these young ladies kind of teamed up and they're going to do it from one location I think I got that right so again uh, folks you got Ed Midgabell they had a child daughter that daughter was named Addie Douglas who later married a booker. And that lady, their daughter, had a child named Mickey. That's what everybody called anyway. And so tonight we have her daughters on the line, two of them. Mickey have other daughters. So I'm going to go straight to the phone line. Eric code 501. 451. Who do we have? Hi, this is Cassandra. How are you? Hey, Miss Cassandra. Cassandra. How are you doing? I'm doing amazing. Thank you. All right, all right, all right. And also, we have <laughs> another, I see another 501 hand went up. Uh, uh, Lorena, if you're in the house, go ahead and press one again. I think your hand went down accidentally. So, Lorena, if you're in the house, press one, please, please. Okay, there we go, there we go. Okay, Erico 501-247. Lorene, is that you? This is, that is, absolutely, that is me. Well, how you doing, young lady? <laughs> I am fantastic. What an honor it is to be a part of this show. I extended family, you know, part of the world. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Okay, okay. Listen, well, I want to thank y'all for, for stopping by and being a part. And uh, I um, want to just say I heard a little ringing, so make sure y'all ain't too close to each other. But you sound really good. You sound really good. 
So what do you think of the show thus far? Have y'all been listening to any other shows? He had the opportunity to listen to other shows? Yeah, I, I, I have had an opportunity to listen to this show. I think it's great because it gives people an opportunity to know because we don't really, you know, we're, we're not close to each other and we don't know a lot about what goes on in the other's lives. The show gives us an opportunity. It's kind of like a sneak peek of what goes on in the lives of other family members, you know, around the country. So I think it's great. Well, well, again, I want to thank y'all for coming on the show. You didn't have to take the uh, invitation. We put it out there. Some family members are too shy to come on. Others have business engagements, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to go ahead and start this interview off by reading the bio of Loreen. Uh, Miss uh, Darling, did you want to go first with Cassandra's, or did you want me to go first? No, I can go. Okay, well, Darlene is going to go first reading the um, bio of the one and only Cassandra Booker. Go right ahead. Okay. Cassandra Booker. Cassandra was born in Haiti, Missouri, to Emma Mickey Booker, who is the daughter of Addie and William Booker. She is the oldest of four girls and has an older brother. After her family moved to Arkansas, Cassandra attended junior high and later graduated from high school. She attended the University of Arkansas and earned a bachelor's degree in social work with a minor in sociology. Throughout her years as a student at the university, she remained on the dean list and chancellor list. Cassandra has three adult children, Corey, Terry and Angela, and 14 grandchildren. Cassandra has been employed with the State Department of Human Services for 11 years. She has served on the board of Black Community Development, Developers, and Watershed. She has worked with programs that serve the at-risk community, which is her passion, she volunteers for many community programs in Little Rock. Um, one, well, to name a few is Women Better Shelter, where she is a sponsor. The other is Celebrate Recovery, where she is also a sponsor. And the Men and Women Rescue Mission of Arkansas. Cassandra attends First Assembly of God Church in the in North Little Rock, North Little Rock, where she has a where she has been a member for eleven years. She serves as a leader in several different ministries. Cassandra enjoys volunteering, spending time cooking, shopping, traveling with family, live concerts. She enjoys a variety of cuisine. Cassandra's ultimate goal is to be healthy, travel, debt-free, and to spend more time with her grandchildren. Oh, there you have it. Well, it sounds like Miss Cassandra's been busy, y'all. What do you think? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Well, all right. Having having read the bio of uh, Cassandra, I'll go ahead and read the bio of Miss Loreen. Now, uh, Loreen, pronounce your last name. I want to make sure everybody says it right. Okay, it's Orange. It, it rhymes with storage, so it's Orange. Orange rhymes with storage. There you go. Did y'all get that? All right, <laughs> I can't miss. Can't, can't mess that one up. Now, if I mess around and call you Miss Stories, you won't get upset, will you? It, I will not. Go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is what it says here for Miss Lorraine Orridge. Lorraine grew up in Little Rock, Arkansas, but later moved to North, Northern Virginia and Washington, D.C. She moved back to Little Rock to be around her daughter and two beautiful grandkids. She is a successful businesswoman. Entrepreneur, philanthropist, author, and life coach. That's a lot. Lorraine has inspired audiences throughout the country with her electrifying high-energy speeches, seminars, training, and life coaching sessions. As someone who grew up in an abused home, Lorraine's life was inspired and transformed by those who refused to let her fail and fall through the cracks. Lorraine earned a bachelor's degree in business and continued her undergrad in public administration. She is certified as a global career development facilitator. Lorraine is a nine-year Army veteran who served a two-year tour in Iraq as combat medic and has traveled to several continents. She spent Part of her career working with doctors in the operating room in both the United States and abroad, but later went to work for the federal government in, the, in Washington, D.C. as a veteran employment specialist covering three states. She works with several federal hiring managers and veteran community stakeholders to employ veterans. She also provides assistance to service members and veterans to help with their career development and employment needs. She continues to work in Washington, but has an office in Little Rock. Besides working with veterans, Lorraine has a passion for youth. She is founder of two youth nonprofits. One is GOALS, and that's the acronym for Go. Uh, uh, that's the acronym. GOALS, the acronym for Group of Adolescents Living Seriously, and FAITH. FAITH is the acronym for Female Adolescent in Trouble Home. Lorene's Gold Program currently, Lorene's Gold Program is currently being taught at Central High School in Little Rock throughout the school year. That's really nice. Lorene is also president of the Power Thinking Mind Incorporated, where she is career development and life coach. She is currently finishing her first book. It's PT Time: The Power Thinking Mind, Discovering Your Power Within. Again, ladies, welcome to the show. I want to thank y'all for taking our uh, invitation. Great. Thank you. Nope. Well, sound like both of y'all have been very busy. Uh, Lorraine, how many continents you've been to out of curiosity? That's just me being nosy. That's okay. About four. <laughs> All right. And my, my military yeah. career has mostly taken me there. Okay. Okay. Which four, may I ask? I'm sorry? Which four, may I ask? Well, actually, I've been over to the Middle East, and you know, I've, I've been to like I've been to Germany, and I've been in Czechoslovakia, which is still part of all that. I've been 
to uh, the Middle East and I mean, I mean Mexico. I've been to a lot. Of, I've been to a lot of different ones. So. Okay, okay, okay. Well, again, y'all, welcome to the show. And I want to go ahead and start with the questions because I really want to know what y'all have to say about these particular questions. I fine tune them just for the two of you. Okay. Okay. Uh, and okay. I want to say to those, I want to say to those on the phone lines, we're going to ask these questions. But if y'all want to hop in at any time. Uh, perhaps we're on question number four or five or something, you want to ask a question, not a problem. Just raise your hand. I'm going to watch the phone line. This phone line is full. I haven't seen the phone line this full in a long time. I don't know where y'all been, folks. Don't know where y'all been. <laughs> I think that's awesome. <laughs> Come on, Sam. Come on. That's yeah, a love. Yeah. That's a love for the family. That's a love uh, for the family. <laughs> they, they, they've been gone, though. I'm, 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 I see you, Erico, 817, Erico, 816-512-573-760-559-805. We love it. We love it. 210. Wow. I haven't seen it like this. Anyway, I'm excited. I'm excited. So I'm going to go ahead and pose the first question to Miss Cassandra. I think you're the oldest. So we'll start with you yes. first. And the first question of the night is, how are you related to Ed and Isabel? I think we already answered this, but I want to hear in your words. How are you related to Ed and Isabel? And who are your children, and where did they live, or where do y'all live? Well, I am related to Isabel Kennedy. She is my great-grandmother. She's the mother of Addie Douglas Booker, who is the mother of Emma Booker. And my children are Corey Booker, who is be 39 in October, Terry Booker, who will be 37 in June, and Angelia, who will be 35 in October. Oh, wow. Wow. Same question, Miss Lorene. Well, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to repeat what Sandra said about how we're related because, I mean, we're sisters. But I have a... Um, I have a daughter. I have one daughter, and she is amazing. She is she is an entrepreneur herself, and uh, so she's she's thirty two, and she has given me two of the most amazing grandchildren. Benham is five, and Kaylee's four. So I moved back to Arkansas just to be around them, and I'm so ecstatic and so excited about it. Okay. All right. All right, very good, very good. Miss Darlene, I'll let you ask the next question. You Okay, I don't You said you had some preset questions? Oh, uh, well, okay, I'll go ahead and ask the next one. I'll um I see you going. Okay. Number 2. Second question is who are your chi- well, we talked about who your children are. But tell us a little bit about your children. Well, my oldest son, Corey, he's 39. He is definitely an entrepreneur. He has been doing his own thing since he was 14. He can create anything with his hands. He can install anything anywhere in a commode. He can put a stereo. He can build anything with his hands. So he's been doing that since he was 14 years old. He went to school to to be a, a mechanic and to, to learn installations, and that's what he's been doing since he was 39. My son, Terry, who's 37, he's the manager uh, at Verizon, and his wife, who is Charita, and she has uh, been at AT&T for 14 years, so she works there. My daughter, Angelia, she's been working with children for six years, and that's what she does. 
And uh, and Corey Wise, she is a beautician. She is an entrepreneur. She has opened her own business, and that's what she does and enjoys doing. She decorates and does hair. Okay. All right. All right, I got a question number three. Did both of y'all go on that? Because I was messing with the controls here. Bear with me. Did both of y'all answer that same question? Well, no. Actually, I'll kind of share a little bit about Crystal. Uh, Crystal, uh, who is uh, so amazing, she, um, Crystal, um, Crystal has her own business as well. So Crystal Crystal actually went to uh, University of Central Arkansas, but then she went on and she changed her career and you know and wanted to get into the hair industry. So Crystal has her own salon and um and by the way everybody, Crystal's getting married next May in twenty seventeen, so we are planning a big wedding. So I'm so excited about that. So I'm gaining a son in law. So Crystal owns uh she does um, she does most of the weddings around the central Little Rock area. Uh she does uh she has a makeup bar in her uh salon. Uh, she uh, she's a hairstylist and also she has a clothing store. So I mean, all of this is in the same uh, shop and it's ama- it's an amazing shop. You would never think you were in Little Rock. You would think you were in New York when you walked in there. And so oh, both really? her and her fiance are both entrepreneurs. So I am like a proud mom here. <laughs> wow, wow. Well, that is pretty good. I must say that means y'all done it's good. I've done some things this. So I want to move on to question number four. Y'all answer these questions so fast. We don't normally move this fast, but let's keep going. Number four, uh, what do you like doing together? I mean, uh, I see a lot of pics, uh, pictures on Facebook where uh, the both of you are together. I know you hang out with your other sisters as well, but what do y'all like doing together? Well, um, we do uh, a lot of volunteer events together. Uh, Lorraine, uh, when she lived in Virginia, one of my key things was that was our pet peeve. Every year uh, around my birthday, she would ensure that I got a trip to Virginia. And that was a thing that we did. That was our sister thing. And I would always go up on Thanksgiving evening (laughs) and fly there. And we would hang out and do Black Friday together. So that was our thing to shop together. And I spend my Thanksgiving evening with her. And we shop in New York. (laughs) <laughs> in New York, so we oh, we shop together York, and right. we have this sister thing that we do. We are these these hounds for yard yard sale shopping, and we and we we shop together. We sell shop together. We we create these amazing recipes and we cook together. We're comedians together, you know. So we 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 have this sister bond that we come together and we just we hang out. I mean, we can. Uh, and we travel together, and we 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 create all types of um, different um, and uh, we uh, designs together. We you know, we very creative from designing our, our bedroom to clothing. Uh, just just very creative. So we we have this thing that we develop from childhood, you know, from working with nothing to becoming creative with something. And that's developing to our relationships that we bonded together. So we just have this amazing creativity, be food or time and space or whatever we do. We just try to make the best of that that time we spend with each other. And again, we the laughter that we we have with each other. We, you would think that we are just comedians because 
we can just, you know, spend so much time. We spend that time together, and we laugh, and people look at us like, wow. You know, you would think of either Atlanta or housewives, or we, 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 like those women are dressed so fine, but they're just laughing, you know, because we can just have this fun amongst each other because we've created that amongst one another. So, again, from volunteering to, together to, to going shopping at yard sales, you know, to traveling, you know, we, we just we enjoy that space and time that, that God has given us to share with one another. Wow. Lauren. Wow. Well, Darlene, well, Lorraine, would you have something to say? Go ahead. Uh-huh. Well, I was going to say, you know, um, we've always come from the um, the best of environment. You know, we grew up, you know, in an environment that was, um, you know, not really, I mean, a, kind of a negative environment. You know, we grew up in a single-parent home, and, um so we didn't grow up, you know, at an early age being really close because of the struggles and um, the abuse and the neglect and, and not feeling loved. But uh, as we matured, you know, and coming into to knowing who Christ was and, you know, and, 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 and coming and experiencing the love of God, you know, God has healed us. You know, over the years, he's healed us and given us, you know, a newfound appreciation for each other. And so, you know, we've grown closer over the years. And I thank the Lord for that because, you know, um, another it could have been another outcome. It could have been, a, you know, we, we could have taken a different direction and ended up, you know, very distant and, 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 and cold and out, you know, just out there. But, but, but God's saving grace has, has helped us to be close as a, a family. Wow. That right there is pretty strong. Yeah, I like to read I, I that book. I, I mean, that's pretty serious there. I'm sure y'all have yeah, a because, lot more to say on that. Yeah, because we, we we not only, I mean, our struggles have have caused us to be, the, you know, the, the best of friends. I mean, you know, and even though we've had Sometimes uh, that 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 we've experienced that we could have, like I said, not even recovered from. But those are some of the things that have made us some of the most strong, tenacious women. And and we've incorporated those struggles into our triumphs and made us who we are. That the core of the women that we stand to stand to be today. That's who we are today. And uh, the things that cause us to stand together as one. And even when we buffer each other, it's like, okay, this cannot be as bad as what we went through back then. So we can get through this and, you know, and, and, and pull it through this and come back on the other side of this because we've been through worse. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, well, Darlene, you got a question? Go ahead. I'll let you ask. Um, what you got for them? Okay. Um, we're going to take the time and let each one of you all Tell something funny of that you never will forget that the other one did. Okay, Lauren, I'll let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sandra, well, you know, I don't know if it, some of you are on the line that know Sandra. She she likes to wear her hair short, and she loves the color blonde. Uh, so uh, Sandra had to. Um, my, my my daughter, being a beautician, was um, she wasn't available. 
she's out of town or somewhere, and she and Sandra needed her hair done. So Sandra goes and finds somebody that don't have a license that shouldn't be messing with her hair, doing trying to dye her hair, and she allowed her to do it with a well, whoever this person that dyed Sandra's hair turned it green, and <laughs> she couldn't she couldn't change it. She couldn't turn it back. I mean, the person that turned it green didn't know how to turn it back. You know, to, 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 to the right color. So Sandra goes and finds a beautician, you know, someone else that can help her out here. You know, please, you got to help me out here. Well, the person went to dye her hair and dyed it purple. So Sandra had to walk around. She purple. wasn't about to go anywhere else for anybody. So she had to walk purple. around with purple hair. And uh, my, my, you know, and, and until she could, you know, get it, you know, get somebody to help her, which was, I think it was my daughter, but she ended up getting. Saying, you want to come in and chime in on this, but you know, it was awful. And I end up not ever getting back to my original blonde. And just imagine, I had dreads that were down to my backbone. They they actually purple. touched my butt. So if you go and on to my Facebook page and see where I had red dreads, that's how I ended up with red dreads. <laughs> Because I was trying to get, because I, you know, I said, well, I can just dye this blonde myself, and I put the Walmart bag on my head, and the and my hair grew the Walmart white and blue, you know, pigment, and turned my hair green, and it was like, oh my God, you know, and so I went to a beautician and did like Laurie said, I said, okay, surely a beautician would know, but my hair grew the blue from the bleach. And it turned all my dreads purple. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I got to call Crystal. Well, Crystal was on my, her daughter was on maternity leave. And I was like, Crystal, I got purple dreads. I work for the state. I cannot go into my job with purple dreads. You know, so everybody was dying laughing. I mean, I'm, I mean, I got hair down to my butt, and it's purple. You know, and I mean, they were dying laughing, and, and I'm crying like oh, I really? can't do this. So my own, uh, my own alternative was to dye a cranberry red because there was nothing else left. Now I've been a blonde for seven years, so now I got to be cranberry red. But Lorene, <laughs> now Lorene lives in Virginia, and she slugs to to work. Now when I go up there, I keep her car. Slugging means you drive to a parking lot, park your car. And you get in the car with somebody else, and all y'all drive somewhere. You know, drive into to DC because yeah, the traffic is so bad. And I drove Lorene there and dropped her off and kept her car when I was there. But Lorene drove her car and parked it on this parking lot and got in the car with the people she slugged in with. But when they came back, Lorene had the person to take her home, not thinking maybe she was asleep or whatever to get her car from the parking lot. She wakes up the next morning, go out to get in her car, and her car is not there. She calls the Uh-oh. police, report her car stolen. The police <laughs> come, make a report. She calls the insurance company. They get her a rental car and everything. <laughs> get this. She drives the rental car for a week until oh, she no. actually goes back to the parking lot where she slugs in and park her car next to her. To the rental car next to her own vehicle and realize it is sitting there for a week. Do you hear me? Oh my goodness! Now she gets a call the insurance company and say, "Uh, I found my car. It's been parked here all the time. You know, 
That's what she. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Right. That is so that's that was hilarious. When you get old, you forget. <laughs> right. That is crazy. When you get past fifty crazy. something, you do, and you pull inside your car, and she goes, Sandra, girl, I just been pulled inside my own car. I like Lorraine Wood. She's on park inside my own car. I said, park inside your own car where? In the slow parking lot. I said, girl, no, don't you tell nobody this. Don't y'all tell anyone else For this. a whole week, you've been driving a rental car in your car, been sitting in that parking lot, girl. Yeah. I said, okay, I'm going to hang up right now, right? So, yeah, that was a funny moment, for real, when I know she has arrived at seniorhood. So that was our funny moment, right? Yeah. That was good. That was good. Y'all can put that in the book there. That's oh, yeah, that's got to go in the book. <laughs> well, listen, I want to ask this question. People are listening to y'all, and they're on the Addie side. I mean, they're on the Azalee side, and they're on the Dugan side, and I know they're asking this question. How would you... Who is Cassandra in five minutes? Let me give you all five minutes to just talk. You've already talked a little bit about yourself. But I want you to just, in five minutes, give, give us a quick, brief synopsis of who you are. Uh, Loreen, why don't you go first this time? Just Okay, you bet. Loreen in five minutes. Loreen is, a, is a, uh, a person that has so much compassion and passion for people. You know, my desire is to empower people, to inspire them to, to new levels to change the way they think, to help them create their reality, you know, by the way they think. You know, um, my passion is, is taking care of our heroes that have served our country and, and sacrificed their lives, you know, for the freedom of our country. You know, that's my passion. I've been there. I know what it's like to come back and, and, and need someone to help you get acclimated back into life. So my passion is, is to take care of our men and women who serve this country. And my passion is to take care of our young people who are our future leaders. And my passion is to inspire people to higher, you know, levels in their lives, to grow and to realize how amazing they are, to realize the power that is on the inside of them, and that you don't have to be a product of your environment. Make your environment a product of who you are. And Teresa, Mother Teresa said, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. You be that change. You, you, I mean, you change your situation by who you are. When you look in that mirror, it's not what you're looking at. It's what you see. What do you see when you look in that mirror? What do you see? Who do you see? What do you see? You are phenomenal. Greatness is on the inside of you, and you have purpose. Put your hand over your heartbeat. You feel that beat? That means you have purpose. I like that. I like that. And some tell me you can go another hour. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> okay. That wasn't five minutes, though. We want to hear a little bit more. Come on. Well, I, that's, that's, that's fine because I, you know, I really, you know, every, every week I spot the young people at Central High School because these kids come from troubled homes. These kids come from homes where they don't get the love and they don't get the uh, attention that they need. But I tell them that your parents, they, they control what you do, but you control your thoughts. You are in control of every thought that you think. So you can either think negative or you can think positive. You see, there are, see, see, see you, you may feel like a failure. Anybody that's successful in this world was once failures. They have failed over and over and over again, but they've gotten back up. 
You see, winners, winners never lose and losers never win. So you have to constantly, if you fail, get back up. Because if you can look up, you can get up. So that's, so that's my message to our young people, you know, to anyone. And coaching people is, is part of my passion, too. And just helping people believe in who they are. Believe in who you are. You know, take a look on the inside because it's on the inside that changes the outside. So your outside circumstances doesn't change who you are. You see, your outside circumstances should not affect who you are. What's on the inside of you? The power that you possess on the inside of you. The power you possess in your thinking. You have that. You were created to create. You were created to dream. You were created to imagine. You were created to be more than who you are. You were created for greatness, you see. So you can create the reality that you want by the way you think. You go out and you do. You take action. You believe in who you are. And see, that's my passion. And, and it's to get up and, and speak before an audience. That's my dream is to do that. I've done that for years. It's to get up and change and help people change their reality. You know, and my book I'm writing is called, it's PT time. It's, it's power thinking time. It's time to realize that you are in control of, of, of your reality, your life. You know, you change your thinking, you change your world. You change your world, you change your environment, you change your circumstances. You see, however you, however you, whatever's going on in your life right now, it's the way you see it. It's the way you think it. And if you want that to change, change your attitude. Change your thinking. Is that powerful. So I can't wait until this book is finished. I can't wait to get it out there so people can... So it, can, so it can bless the lives of people and motivate people. So I'm excited about that. So that's what Ring summed up, is that I, 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 I my, my desire and passion is to inspire people, the young and the old. It's to inspire them to higher heights, to inspire them to, 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 to grow, to inspire them to be better in who they are. All right, all right. All right, all right. Okay, Ms. Cassandra, I'm going to pose the same question to you. Who on earth is this Cassandra lady on the uh, radio here that we're listening to? I'm on the Dugan side of the family. I'm on uh, Sonny Boy's side of the family. I'm listening. Who are you in five minutes? Cassandra, I'm a child of God. I'm a daughter. I'm a mother. I'm a grandmother. I'm a sister. I'm an aunt. I'm a friend. I'm a leader. I'm an encourager. I'm a creator. I'm a dreamer, I'm a lister, I'm a sponsor, I'm a mentor, I'm a servant, I'm a giver, I'm an administrator, I'm family-oriented. Every day I get up, I inspire to not just encourage me first, but everybody that I come in contact with. I take everything that was given and taken from me to challenge, to inspire, and to motivate those I come in contact with. The days that I feel the worst are the days that I feel I want to give the most because somebody did it for me. You know, I love hard. I give hard. And those I see that are despondent, those that I see that are desperate, those that I see that want to give up, those are the people that I pour into the most because I feel where they felt. I've been where they are. That's why I'm a mentor. That's why I give. That's why I serve. That's why I inspire. That's why I encourage. That's why I serve on the committees I do. That's why I advocate. That's why I motivate. 
That's why I stand up and, and for those that I feel are less served in my community, and not just my community, in my family, whether that be in my natural family, that be in my community family, that be in my spiritual family, that be in whatever family that I engage with on a monthly, daily, weekly, monthly, minute, minute or second basis. I encourage those I come in contact with because I was that person. I am that one. I am those people. I was that person. I was that child. I was that mother. I was that daughter. I was that sister. I was that aunt. I was that cousin. I was that one that was neglected, abused, forgotten, and did not have, was not loved. I was that one. So I inspire, encourage, and desire and motivate myself daily, every moment, to get up why I do what I do what I do. When I don't feel like doing what I do, but if it's just for one, for the power of one that I inspire to do what I do because somebody did it for me. Because if I can just inspire just one, that makes the difference because I was just that one that somebody did for me for my family. So what we do if that leaf makes the difference, tonight this is a leaf. This is a leaf. You are in my living room finding out about me. I'm taking you on a journey that I've been on so you will know what my life is all about, so you will know how I live, how I have lived, and how I inspire to live. So those that are listening will be encouraged to know this is my life. This is an open book. I have nothing to hide. Check me out. Look at my life, coming to my bedroom, coming to my closed doors so you can know how I live. I have nothing to hide because my life is an open book to anybody who wants to come inside. I want to inspire. I want to love. I want to encourage those who want to dream higher to know how I live inside this life that God has given me. I'm motivated to go further than I have been because God has brought me further than I have lived. And I am grateful to be on this journey that he's given me. I'm grateful to live the life that I'm living now because at one point in time I didn't think I'd be here. More than once the devil tried to take it, but God said not so. And so I'm grateful to be where I am. So I am striving further because I know he has much more for me to do. So I inspire and encourage those that feel they are despondent and discouraged to know that God has a desire and he has a purpose for you that you that you feel that you don't. God has one. Be encouraged and know that God has a reason for you being here in this day, on this earth, in this moment, in this second. And I'm grateful to be a part of this family lineage. I'm grateful that God decided to from Adderdale Douglas Booker to give life to him a book, and she gave life to me. I'm grateful to be a part of this family, and I'm honored that you chose me and my sister to be a part of this talk show tonight. It's an honor, and I'm humbled to share this platform with this family. Thank you. That's who Cassandra is. Wonderful. Wow. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, darling, uh, what you say behind that, why you come behind that. That's pretty good. You know what was I liked about both of those um, articulations? I, I really think that y'all meant every single word you said, and I'm so glad that y'all are part of this family. And your service is a part of this family. I know somewhere in Arkansas there's some teens and kids and adults being challenged. 
And, uh, you know, we do these shows, and we like to go into the different um, people's worlds as they invite us to the, into their worlds. But I must say tonight we have met two real genuine servants. You say, Darlene? We have. They spoke from the heart. Wow. They really did. Wow. Wow. Well, I don't have no other options but to take a little break here, and I thought I found a little song <clears throat> that I think is uh, very much uh, relative to what we heard. So we're going to take a short little break, and we'll be right back, family. Again, you listen to the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network, and I think y'all just heard the earful. We'll be right back.
Okay, folks, and we're back. You're listening to the Douglas County Family Friends Network. I'm Seth, and we also have all the way from Austin, Texas, the one and only Darlene Douglas on the line, my co-host. And Darlene, your line is open, and we also are talking to two sisters in the wonderful state of Arkansas. Okay, Cassandra or Sandra and Lauren, both of y'all's lines are open. Um, Darling, I'm going to go ahead and let you ask the next question. But before you do, I just want to say again, that that song, what do y'all think of that song? It's amazing. I was blessed. Yeah, it's an older song by Brenda Nichols. But, uh, I, I think know, it's yeah. The, uh, yeah, God's Woman. You know, spiritual songs don't get too old. The meanings live forever. But, uh, darling, I want to go ahead and uh, uh, moving right along, I want you to go ahead with number six, if you don't mind, please. Okay. Excuse me. Okay, who wants to go first? Lorraine? Lorraine or Cassandra? It's speaking on your achievement. Tell us about your achievement. Um, I think some of those you kind of covered, you know, when you read our bio, but first of all, life itself has just been an achievement, uh, but really uh, motherhood is one of my greatest achievements, you know, that I feel that I've accomplished and just um, not just, you know, with my children, but just having the privilege of uh, just being there for my sister's you know, was 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 just a blessing. I learned so many great things, and then being blessed with being a mother myself, and then being a grandmother. That was that's one of my greatest achievements. And then a college graduate, when uh, I was told that I would never amount to anything, and God mm-hmm. honored me with the uh, uh, the ability to go back to college. And not only that, to be on the deans and chancellors is my whole entire enrollment. And I sat on the board of uh, um, a director, board of directors for black community developers for three years, which gave me an opportunity to help um, people uh, that were coming out of uh, prison to um, help them to get back into the community for jobs and and find you know you know place of employment and place to live when. You know, they had been, you know, incarcerated for a long period of time. And, um, again, I was blessed to be uh, nominated Employee of the Year for the state, for, you know, for DCFS. That, uh award had been, had been given to anyone over three years. So I thank now, God hold, for hold those. On, hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on a second. I like that. Say that again slowly. You give, was given the, uh, give me that award again. Um, I was nominated. I was given the uh, Employee of the Year for the state of uh, uh, DCFS, Children and Family Services, uh, and that award had not been given to anyone in over three years, and they had nominated me for Employee of the Year. And uh, that's, that was that was a, a, a phenomenon because, again, that award had not been given to any state employee for the state of Arkansas in three years. So they gave wow. me an award. Yeah, so that wow. was momentum for me and um, huge. And that award is you are nominated by your peers, and that was huge. I mean, and, isn't there like uh, thousands so, of employees? Isn't there like yes, thousands of employees? Yes, that work for children and family services, yes. 
so for that to be given to you and you were honored by your peers and then the director um, honors you with that, you know, with with a plaque and this honorary certificate from the state of Arkansas, that's huge, you know. And uh, and I, I was and I'm humbled by God because I go in again with Him at the forefront of what I do as a servant, you know, advocating for what I believe in. And God honors that. So, yes, that was um, an achievement that God uh, blessed me with. So uh, that's just some of the things that um, I honor God and give him the glory for. Yes, that's really a blessing. Cassandra, Uh you worked for the Department of Human Services? Yes, I worked for them for 11 years. Yes, and, and, and I worked for... Go ahead. Oh, this is two different entities here? Yeah, well, see, I work for DHS, but I work with I, I work for Children and Family Services now because when I first got hired, I worked in the Department of Psychiatry as a paraprofessional. And then from there, I worked as a investigator for child abuse investigation. And now I work as an administrative assistant, and I work with the attorneys in uh, Lightham's where we deal with the children's policy and procedures when children come into care and foster care and things. So I've kind of worked in different avenues now because okay. I've been there. Wow, you've done a lot. You've done a lot, my cousin. Yeah, yeah God has blessed me, and I appreciate the experience, you know. So I, I thank him because, again, with, you know, with the experience that I, you know, I've lived in the life and then being able to be brought into the arena where I work, it's, it's given me a greater compassion for what I do, working with the families as well as the youth that I engage with on a daily basis. So it's not mm-hmm. just a job, it's a ministry, and I have, a, a, you know, a passion for what I do in my job. Okay. So with that, I pass the baton to my sister Lorraine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, you know, this is not to to uh, badger anyone, but you know, um, you know, any for anyone that feels like they cannot, you know, overcome any um, adversities or, you know, um, any challenges in their life, you know, we, I have to say we are, we are a good example for someone being able to do that. You know, um, you know I, I, I love my mother very much. And, and you know, and so when you're growing up with a lot of hurt and pain yourself, you tend not to know, you know, you, you tend to express that, you know, and, uh, in, in anger or, um, you know, abuse. Uh, so, but you have to understand that that person was in that place at that time. And so we went through a lot of that. You know, we went through a lot of that as children, as, as really young children. Uh, you know, uh, we went, you know, we grew up with that anger. You know, we grew up with, um, you know, not being told we were loved. You know, we grew up with, we grew up, you know, um, be feeling neglected or rejected, and and not knowing what it feels like 
to be accepted. We grew up like that. We grew up being told that I wish I, that we wasn't wanted, and I wish I had a had to because of the state of the person's mind at that time. This is not to make anyone look bad because God's, God has healed and allowed for forgiveness over the years. And so God's healed that relationship. But I'm going back to when we were little, what we had gone through. And so we didn't even, so we didn't see a future because we weren't told there was one. And, and you know, so we, we didn't see that. But as we grew up and matured, you know, the, um, you know God allowed people to come into our lives to, to, to encourage us and to tell us that we were of value that we were somebody and that we could be anything we wanted. You know, it's it just, we, you know, we went through that period where we, where we came to know who Christ, who Christ is. So as a result of that, being able to set goals and being able to, you know, believe in yourself and wanting more out of life, you know, and, and that just being motivated to go in that direction. And so, you know, I remember setting goals that, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to go to college. I wanted to be somebody. You know, I wanted to have something in life. I began to see that. I began to write down my goals, and I began to move in that direction of achieving my goals. And as a result of that, I remember going into the military. I felt like, you know, I needed to go, you know, into the military. And, and somebody was telling me, well, Lorraine, you, you, I don't think, it may, that may not be for you. But, see, I'm the kind of person that, so I'm going to try it, you know, I mean, and don't tell me I can't because I know I can't. I'm going to at least try, and I did. I went into the military, you know what I mean, and um, and that was one of the best decisions I could have made for my life, considering, you know, what, the way we were brought up. That's one of the best decisions, and as a result of that, it opened so many doors for me. You know, uh, the military allowed me to go to college and, uh, and, 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 and finish school. It allowed me to... Um, you know, to, to, to get a job in the second largest federal administration, and that's the Department of Veterans Affairs in Washington, in Washington D.C., which is the headquarters. And so I was, I, you know, I was blessed to be able to work in that administration. And then, you know, some people stay in, you know, in the same grade for 10, 15 years. But, see, I was so determined. I was so determined to succeed in life. And when I went into the federal government as a GS-8 in four years, I went from a GS-8 to a GS-13, and that's in four. I was determined to succeed, and I'm continually to move up the corporate ladder. I was determined to succeed, and, if, and that's what happened in four years. I'm continually to move up, but, and so in doing, and, and so I, I got a chance to work from, I went from one one position to another, and this, and this position I'm in now, which is a blessing from God, because uh, God opened that door, and so what I do now, I cover three states. I was covering Maryland, uh, D.C., and Virginia, but now I cover Kansas, Missouri, and Illinois, where I work with DOD. I work with all the federal agencies. I work with the hiring managers and helping to place our veterans in federal jobs, and that's what I do in transitioning service members and helping them when they get out of the military and those that are out of the military that are unemployed, helping them put, you know, place them in position. And that's a passion that I have, and I've I've seen so many uh, families get back up on their feet as a result of their of their spouse, their, their service member who's a spouse get employed. I've seen that people that were you know out homeless and nowhere to go and no you no know, no job, you know, seen them get employed and get back up on their feet. 
And so, and, wow. and, and so, and, and I went on to do, uh, and I've always had my nonprofit because I've always, because of the way we were brought up, you know, with the at-risk communities and the, you know, the, the abusive homes, the way we were brought up, you know, I, I had this, I had this heart to help our, our kids, to help our young girls and our kids that are also in those type of homes. And so um, God gave me this, this ideal, this desire to start, you know, this program called Goals. I'm telling you, when you make a conscious decision to do something in your life and with your life, you trigger the supernatural power of God to bring that thing to pass. So when I begin to decide I want to do something, you know, when you do, when you take that step, then God will open up doors to make those things happen. So when I had the desire to start goals, I mean, I want to tell you that, that imagination, you know, to, 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 to create that nonprofit, God has opened up so many doors as a result of that. And I've seen, I, I've seen kids, when I started this program over 20 years ago, I've seen kids who are now adults and have their own family get up and talk about how their lives was changed as a result of Miss Maureen coming into their lives. And then the door opening at Central High School, which is a historic high school, it's the school that I graduated from. And how, how amazing is that to graduate from a high school and then go be able to go back into that high school to help, to help change the lives of, of young people in that school? That, to me, that is amazing to go back into the same high school you graduated from and make a difference in the lives of young people. I'm excited yeah, that about it. Yeah, Yes, I'm, ex- I'm excited about writing several books. I will be, I will be a best-selling author. You see, I will have several books written, and I will be an international person speaking to people all over this world. I speak those things into existence. You know, you will, you mean, you, you, my, you know, my name will be out there. You know, where people are, are, are calling for me to come and speak. I'm, I'm getting ready to speak too. As a result of saying, I appreciate that. I'm getting ready to speak. To Arkansas uh, foster parents, uh, which is a Department of Human Services uh, program. I mean, I am the keynote speaker in May, which is going to be at the at the largest black university here in Little Rock. So I'm excited about that. So doors are, I mean, doors are opening. And I'm so excited about that. So that's some, amen, that's some of my achievements. Uh, scripture says, "Speak those things that be not as though they were." It was one of your quotes on one of your pictures. I saw that. Very good, very good, very good, very good. I want to ask a question, and that is, um, well, we asked y'all what did you think of the family blog already, but what do you have to say to your cousins? What message do you have, uh, Lorraine and Sandra? What message do you have for your cousins listening? Those that don't know you yet, I know that you already told them who you were. You, you you told them that much, and you told them quite a bit tonight. But what any what other messages do you have to your cousins listening to you for the first time? Many of you, uh, many saw the pictures that we put out on the promo, uh, and, they, and they know how you look. They put a picture with the face. But what would you like to say to them? Well, I'll, I'll start off first, and, and just going back and talking about the blog, I just, you know, I think, you know, the blog is, you know, I wait, again, like I say, you know, a weekly, it's like a weekly leaf, you know, you give to, you know, our family members, you know, it's like an extended branch, you know, to those that don't know us, you know, and it's, and it's the only way that they, they'll know about our accomplishments, you know, 
our fun times, you know, our struggles, our our accomplishments, our triumphs. You know, that's that's and that's the only way they'll know about those things. And and I appreciate, you know, the opportunity that you have given us and you give us on this talk show and this blog. It enhances us as a people, it enlarges our territory as a family. It brings each up, you know, each up into each other's, you know, living room, you know. And I thank you for allowing us to to be able to share, you know, our deepest, you know, our thoughts, our hearts, our struggles, our pains, again, our accomplishments, our families, our grandchildren, and all those things that we've shared with you all tonight. I just encourage those that are listening, the older, the young, the middle aged, the, the to 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 listen, to share, to 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 log in, to look at the blog, to listen, look at the pages, look at the things that are not just posted, but go to the things you put out there. And just looking at the page, I would have never known anything about my family. You know, I, I, I did not know about my grandmother's family. I didn't know about anything about this side of my family until I met Darlene. I was so hungry to find out about this side of my family. It was just amazing to me. I didn't know my grandmother had family, and it was just right in Texas. And it was just amazing to me to know that I had so much family. And to be here and to have access to this much information, you don't have to pay forty nine ninety five to get a lease. Get on the blog. Check the website out. Go on there. It's free. You know, to find out about your family, call, text, get personal with one another. We're right here. Reach out, make a phone call, get in the car, drive, take advantage of of of, of each other that are here. You know, we we have so many, we have so much information. We have so much talent in our family. There's so much wealth of knowledge and experience in our family that's right here today. I was so blessed when I came to the family reunion just to hear people that knew my mom when she was a baby. I was just crying. Y'all knew my mom when she was a baby? I was just blessed. And this information was just, I didn't know about. So I just, I'm encouraging people that are listening, get phone numbers, call me, email me, text me, you know, visit me. We're here. Don't just tell them this to be a one-time thing because the blog is here. I mean, me and Seth have talked probably 50 times in the last two days. He's probably tired of me texting him. But, I mean, me and Darlene, but I tell you, this is not just a one-time event. I I applaud you all for what you're doing. It's an amazing, you know, uh, show. We we're, This is something to be honored to even have a family blog. This is an African-American family blog. This is amazing. It's it's amazing. So I honor you all for I thank God that you thought enough of me and my sister to have us on this. I thank you for it. And, and before Loreen comes on, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And uh, uh, I just thank God for putting it in the heart of Darlene and Aunt, um, Aunt Verna May for having a family reunion in the first place. But I want to also just say this real quick before Loreen come on. Family, are y'all aware that there is not, I don't know of another family blog 
we could be, if not the first, for sure one of the first. And, it, and I know this large. I've been doing blogs for many years. Well, about three years. That's me to me. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to tell you all right now, to have 300 people on your first show is crazy. I think my first show, I had like five people. After about a, six months, I might have had 60 people. And after I was doing it for a while, I got up to those numbers. But I'm just saying 300 people for your first blog. That's a lot. That's how many listens people actually click on the listen. So anyway, Mr. Lorraine, it's your turn. It's your turn. Um, what would you say to family members listening that don't that you don't know, never met you on the other side? Uh, what would you say to them? Lorraine, you're on mute. I sure am. I said, sorry about that. I said that it's hard to go behind Sandra because that was well said. Um, but I would just, um, you know, I went to a um, a funeral. I went to a funeral today. And, um, you know, it was uh, um, my daughter's grandmother. But, um, and there were people there that we hadn't seen or and, and they hadn't seen in years, people had grown, grown had grew up, and 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 people had had aged, and you just hadn't seen these people. And and sometimes it, it it's events like that that you that you that you get to see people that you haven't seen in a while, and it shouldn't. I guess that just shouldn't be the case. And I think that so I appreciate the blog because you know it, it challenges me and all of us to. Um, you know, to you know, to uh, think of family and to be more of a participant, you know, in each other's lives and not just uh, a memory, because sometimes that's what it is. It's, we become memories. You know, I remember when you were little, or you know, I remember that used to be, you know, aunt so and so, and we become memories instead of. And I just, you know, and I know that I'm speaking, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir because, you know, I mean, we all need to be more involved and in, in, in more of a participant in each other's lives. And we live long distance, we live far away, and we all have our busy schedules. But um, so that's why it's important to have this blog, because we all have our lives and we have our busy schedules. But this blog, it kind of brings everybody together. You know, it just brings, you know, it just, you know, and, and you get to know each other. So you know, my message is to, um, is to encourage all of us to, um, you know, to, to call into the show when the show's on, me. And to be, and I, I can't do it all the time because I do travel, but when I can, you know, I need to call in and learn and find out about what's going on in the life of our family member, you know, and, and support each other out there. Just support each other. We all we all have gifts, like Sandra said. We all have talents, gifts. We're doing things, and sometimes we support other people, you know, other other things, but we don't support each other. You know, we don't support you know, uh, our own efforts and our own work and businesses. We all have things going on that are phenomenal in our lives, and I think we should support each other in that. So, so that's my message. So thank you so much, you know, darling, and said thank you guys for this show. I just think this is awesome. It's, just, it's, just, it's a legacy that you guys are going to be. It's a legacy that will always remain. So thank you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And, uh, 
Again, you listen to the Douglas Kennedy Family Friends Network. We have the interviews going on tonight for sure. Family, listen, those of you on the phone lines, I see the phone lines are still lit up. I don't think nobody has hung up. Nobody has hung up. A few people have called since then. So we got a lot of people on the phone lines listening. If you have any questions or comments, you can do it now. Just press 1 on your phone, and I'll come straight to you. And it looks like we do have a, a question or a comment. Uh, anybody else? I see one hand up. This will be the time to talk to our guests. So we'll go ahead and go to the phone lines. Area code. Let's see who we got here. Area code 817-353. Go ahead with your question or your comment. Hi, Seth. Hi, Darlene. Uh, Hi. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? We can hear you. Okay. I just kept hearing you say, say hello, 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 hello. So, okay. I just want to say that I, I have really Now, hold on, enjoyed. hold on, hold on, hold on. Who is this? Because remember, everybody don't know who you are. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I have gotten so caught up in the moment. It's like just listening to the stories. It's like I have not lost time with you guys. I'm Seth's oldest sister, Irene's oldest child. Uh, Irene is Adelie's, um, I think, fourth child. Think four now. Four, yeah, so that's who I am. Okay. I'm How are you doing? And, I'm blessed. And, How are you? I'm, I'm blessed. You got a you got a name? <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not with me. I say okay. I'm Donna Richelle Booker Turner. Okay. 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 You didn't mention your name. You didn't mention your name. All right. Go ahead. Okay. I just want to say I I have really enjoyed the show. Um, I want to say. That I'm, oh, oh, he's got the charger in his mouth. Um, I'm grateful that Seth decided to put this together. I fell in love with Darlene at, at one of the family reunions. I don't know, Lorraine, if you came down to Dallas, but I tried to get to meet. I did. You did. I tried to meet as many as I could, but tonight has been really, really inspirational for me. Because, you know, I hear people come on the show all the time and they're, they're talking. And in my mind, excuse the one-year-old in the background. Brother, can you please come get it? But just what you said tonight cleared up so much because I, I have been beating myself because I, I just figured that everybody that left Texas I was doing so great. And I didn't think y'all went through struggles. We all broke through some things, but I really, in my mind, thought it was just a one year that was struggling. And there is so many gifts and talents in this family, but it's so many that really just can't find their way. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, it's not, I don't know where I got this from, that everybody was born with a silver spoon in their mouth. Mm-mm. And uh, I just have to realize that to quit looking over the fence and always try to take care of what's going on in our own yards and try to find ourselves because without a dream and without a passion to succeed, you won't get there. I was looking at something, Lorraine, you put on the paint, and I do, I do follow you, Lorraine. 
And it was oh, saying, it's wonderful. <laughs> it said, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do. That is so me right now. Absolutely. And I'm just like, okay, God, I can't keep coming to this bridge, this same spot. What is going on? So tonight I learned some things. You got to speak things into existence. You got to want if, if there's no one there to encourage you and give you the words that you want to hear or, you know, to pat you on your back, sometimes we just have to encourage ourselves. And we definitely have to put ourselves in the place where you can get those things that you long for. And need. People uh, claim that they're strong, but you do need to know that you're loved. If you've been beat down for years, you have got to be pulled up by your bootstraps, and you cannot do it alone. So, I mean, I, I am so ecstatic about tonight. I, I just, there's one load that lifted. But it's just not us in Texas that struggles with different things and others far off is just doing wonderful because they just got their kids up like the Beverly Hillbillies and put them on the train or a cart with horses and got all that stuff together and moved away because that's exactly the way I was feeling before. And I just felt like I wasn't part of the Beverly Hillbillies, you know. And I'm just wow. like, I really thank, I, I really thank y'all for for your insight tonight. Well, thank you so much, and we love you, and we appreciate you calling in, and we'll keep you in prayer, baby. We're family, and we come in all shapes, breeds, colors, and everything. You know what I'm saying? So you're not alone in the struggle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not alone, and we love you. Yeah, I love you guys. Well, that's beautifully put, beautifully put. Lorraine, you have any comments for the caller? Uh, no, I mean, thank you so much. I mean, it's just, I mean, you're so right. Sometimes we're, you know, we're in our own space, our own world, and we don't realize, you know, that other people are are are, are going through challenges. So, you know, they say, you know, you always, there's someone else out there doing work, always doing worse than what you're doing. So, you know, so I just I just appreciate that comment, and I just welcome more comments. Anybody else have any? It doesn't have to be a question. I mean, what has inspired you about the show this evening? I mean, what has touched you about the show? What has challenged you about the show? Maybe you have something that you want to, you know, expound on or share with someone. I mean, what you know, what about the show has touched your life tonight or inspired you tonight? So, I mean, I well, just encourage others. Well, uh, Donna, thank you for your call. Appreciate that. Okay. Thank you for your call. Were you you done? Yes, I was. I was. Okay. Well, that was Donna all the way from Denton, Texas. Donna's up there in Denton, Texas. Um, I'm in Fort Worth, and um, Miss Darling is in Austin. And I guess both of them are in Arkansas. Am I right about that? Am I right about that, uh, Sandra and Lorraine? Both of y'all are in Arkansas, right? Yeah, yeah. We are, uh-huh, we're both in Little Rock. Don't, y'all don't scare me like this. Y'all know, you know my phone is acting up, and I'm saying, oh, my Lord, did I get disconnected? <laughs> well, anyway, so <laughs> no. listen, uh, we got a full phone line, like I said before, and like Lorraine said, anybody else want to comment? Have a question, comment quickly, or just just whatever you got. Don't be shy, y'all. Some of y'all are so so shy. If you have any questions or comment, now will be the time. 
Well, right now we're on uh, question number eight. So we got three more questions, then we're going to wrap this up. Um, loaded questions, I might add. So we'll probably spill over to about somewhere around 10, 10, 15. And remember, folks, if we finished up around that time, we're going to go ahead and try to do our um, open forum where we'll talk about the state of the African-American church. Is it meeting the needs of black folks? Is it meeting the needs of black folks? Is our churches meeting our needs in terms of a spiritual institution? Are they doing what the Father has called them to do? Are they? How are they doing in relation to uh, the people that they serve? We'll talk about that a little later on. Mr. William B. Johnson is the one who asked that question on the Ed and Isabel page, you see. Just like he asked that question, y'all can ask questions and we'll have it on the show. It's just that easy, okay? I uh, think what we should do is go ahead and take this next question, and then the last two questions we'll take after the break. We'll take a little break here after this next question. So, Darling, you want to go ahead and ask uh, – this is kind of a comp- – why don't you go ahead and try to tackle number eight? I, I wrote I, – I'll, I'll mention number eight, Darling. I'll let you get nine and ten. Number eight is a, a weird kind of question I created, so I, I probably should ask it since I created this question. We're gonna start asking our guests. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna start asking our guests life scenario questions. Life scenario questions. Sometimes people come on the show and they say what they look. Hello, I'm here. We're here. I guess we lost Seth. Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> number eight. He was talking about life scenario where he wants you to give a hold on, an hold example. On. Racism. Hello, can you hear me? I'm now? here. We're here. Yeah, darling. Was there a noise? We're, we're here, Dad. Okay, okay. I don't know Seth, what we can hear you. All right. <laughs> okay, so, Seth, anyway, we can hear you. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and finish then. All right. So in life scenario questions, the question for number eight is going to be, what would you do, and I'll use uh, Lorraine first. What would you do, Lorraine, if, if on your job, like a lot of young people face, you trusted this particular coworker. You went to lunch with her every day, and one day you came in and you heard her talking about you in racist terms. In racist terms about you, your friend that ate at your table, that's been over your house, the, the one you went out with, how would you deal with that racism? I'm assuming this person is, is Caucasian or another race. Absolutely. It, it, it okay. sometimes happens with your own. It sometimes happens with your own. But in this case, it will be another person, right, another, another ethnic group. Okay, now now understand this is how Lorene would deal with it. I'm not speaking for anyone else, okay? So, you know, I, I, I wasn't I wasn't raised with you know, to you know, to look for something like that. I was I wasn't raised to you know, to ex, to experience I know I'm, I'm not naive and I know racism is out there and people are, are prejudiced and racist and all of that, but I, I I just don't look for and, I, and so to come in and for my you know to have a friend like that, I have a friend and to walk in and this friend is, is saying racist remarks about me, then you know I I'm bold enough to walk up to him and ask him 
you know, to, to clarify what they're saying and tell me why they're doing this, you know, um, and, you know, talk about it. Now, if they don't want to talk about it, then that's fine. They don't have to, but, uh, but I really, but they are willing to, you know, there's a discussion going on to tell me how, you know, you've been my friend all this time and now you've been, so that, so that means you've been thinking this all along. So, you know, and, and, and so, you know, and, and, and hopefully the person will be willing, willing to discuss the issue with me. Um, I, I don't know what would have brought on the racism. I don't know if it's the person that talking to would have, you know, would have, would have, would have challenged them with questions to cause them to discuss something like that. I don't know, but whatever it is, I mean, I'm quick to forgive and move on. That person don't want to be a part of my life anymore. That's fine. I want to be a friend of mine. That's fine. But I don't, I don't hold grudges and I don't have hate. I don't have hate in me. I don't have, I don't, I don't have that in me. I don't, I don't walk around. <laughs> You know, I know it. I know it exists out there, but I'm a peacemaker. I, I'm okay, a peacemaker. So, I'm not so mm-hmm. would, you, would you keep hanging around them? Would you keep hanging around them and have them over your house? Uh, would you? Well, that comes from the discussion we, we, we're discussing. If this person is genuinely don't want to have anything to do with me, they're not going to want to come over my house. But this person turn around and say, you know, I'm, you know, look, Lorraine. You know, this is a question someone was asking me, and I, I, I honestly answered the question. You know, I, I don't have I don't have any racism. I, I'm not a racist. I, you know, I, I spoke my mind. You know, it, it comes from the discussion. But, but see, you don't. I don't know what they talked about. If I knew what they talked about, it's a different. I don't know. I mean, you didn't give me it. You didn't tell me what they talked about. But if this, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm unforgiving. I'm not going to be unforgiving. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's racism or not. They want to say, "Well, Lori, I'm sorry. I apologize. Forgive me. I'm going to forgive them. I'm not holding. I'm not holding it against them. Racism and stuff is just like it's a sin, like anything else. And I'm going to forgive." All right, all right. Well, there you have it. There you have it, Miss Lorraine. Will forgive and forget and move on. All right, Cassandra. I'm going to ask you similar. Y'all, racism is something we all deal with, and I, I could have thought of a thousand things, challenges we have, but I chose this one because it's so much talked about among our people, and, and, and like the show we did a few uh, months ago, it's in every single aspect of life. I don't care if there's human beings there, you can see racism, and it's not just practiced by whites, it's practiced by some of our, a lot of our pain uh, comes from our own people, so... Having said all that, Miss Cassandra, another life scenario challenge for you, okay, again, is dealing with racism. What would you do, Cassandra, if you uh, encountered the same thing? You know, um, uh, let's just say you came in, um, let's say you trusted a manager and uh, you expected to get a particular promotion or a raise and uh, they chose a white gentleman over you who had less education, less experience, and he wasn't even as nice as you are. What would you do? How would you handle it in a life, real life scenario? What would you do? First of all, if the if the commotion was uh, something that I qualified for, and if was a and if it was a promotion that something that I applied for, and they gave it to somebody that was less qualified than me, then of course I would question. You know, the person that gave the promotion asked to why, you know, the other person got it. And it wouldn't be, my concern would not be his race or anything else. My concern would be 
based on the qualifications that he has, based on with the job, you know, the job qualifications, based on whenever the job's qualified, you know, ask for what, what the job criteria, criteria called for. If he didn't meet that criteria and you gave him this job over me, then, and I talked to you about it and you didn't respond to me, you know, in a, in a way that I felt was acceptable, then I'm going to the next level. And it's not about race, and it's not about any of that. I, it's just about doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do. I wouldn't care what race he was. He could be black. If I didn't feel that you did what you're supposed to do, you know, as far as being, being just with me, and I apply for a position which I'm qualified for, he could be black, blue, or green. He could be a man or woman, nine or ninety. If you ain't right and you, I feel that you didn't do me just, I'm going to come to you appropriately as my superior, and if you don't respond to me appropriately, I like doing things in order, that I'm going to the next level. Because that way I know if you come back to me, I've done things in order. Because I like if you're undocumented, it didn't happen. So I'm going to document it and make sure I did things decently in order. Again, and like I said, because if, if mm-hmm. it's right and I wrote it down and you and you did everything in documentation, it's going to make sure I'm covered. Prayer first, document second, and then do things decently in order third. And I'll make sure that I'm covered. After that, somebody <laughs> going to tell me. That's just the way I do right. it. Right. That's just the way I'm Any comments it. on that? Any comments on that, Darlene, before I go to this break? That's the correct way to do it. Yeah, she said it, when you work with the state and the federal government, that's the correct way to do it. Amen, because they said if you don't document it, it don't happen, and you got to go through protocol. And I'm going to go through protocol because they definitely know me at the state, and I do. <laughs> well, that's why I like these life scenario questions. Y'all both came at it with different tools. I heard forgiveness, spirituality, Document it all was good. I I I'm really enjoying talking to y'all tonight. Y'all doing very very good. When we come back, folks, if you're on the phone lines again, y'all being shy out there, go ahead and press one in the phone lines if you want to comment or ask a question to our guests. We'll be right back with this with a few after these few little um little things we got to play here. Be right back. Verna's Health Foundation and co-sponsor Sandra Clark Funeral Home present the second annual Women Empowerment Prayer Breakfast, Saturday, April 30th, 9 a.m. to 1 at Edison's, located at 1724 Cockrell Avenue. The most powerful and influential Dallas living legends will be honored. Dr. Alma Jewell Pryor, Dr. Donnie Breedlove, Dr. Karen Holly Thibodeau, Dr. Kathy Dudley, Carmen Garcia, Dr. Elba Garcia, Belinda Odom Gaston, Geraldine Tynesey Miller, Tommy Young West, and Norma Adams Wade. You can purchase individual tickets at eventbrite.com or group tickets at Sandra Clark Funeral Home. Seating is limited. Get your tickets today. Everyone's invited to attend the second annual Women Empowerment Prayer Breakfast, April 30th, 9 a.m. at Edison's in Dallas. Sponsored by Verna's Health Foundation, co-sponsored by Sandra Clark Funeral Home, and endorsed by the Oak Cliff Baptist Ministers Union. For more information, call 214-932-1474. 
That's 214-932-1474. Okay, folks, listen, uh, those of you on the phone lines, those of you listening via your computers, it's right at 10 o'clock. Everybody needs to be very still. Don't get disconnected. Don't get disconnected, as you know or may not know. After 10 o'clock, you cannot call this phone line. Okay, you cannot call this phone line after 10 o'clock. So if you're listening on the computer and you're not, you didn't call the, the, the one 901 number, the 914 number, you're listening via your computer, you need to call this number. I'll put it in the chat room. It's 914-205-5590. I'll actually put it on the show's description. Nine, well, it's already on there, 914-205. Five five nine oh Dolly quickly you got like thirty seconds else you will be disconnected. You will be disconnected. Gonna play a little bit of this song and I'll be right back, folks. I got a lot of things I gotta do here. Just give us you know a few more minutes, I'll be right back. We'll let that play in the background. Again, you listen to the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. Uh, my name is Seth. I have Darling, my co-host on the line, and also the interview um, interviewees, I should say, uh, Cassandra and Miss Loreen. They are all on the phone line, and I'm going to let Darlene uh, ask the last two questions. Darlene, you want to go ahead with number nine and ten, please? Okay. Um both of you ladies already kind of answered this question, but who do you credit your survivor or your victory to? Well, I'm going to answer this first. Um, this is Sandra. Um, first of all, I credit, you know, um, my uh, successes and all that. To, first of all, Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> wouldn't be okay. <laughs> And then... I cannot give the credit to no one person because God has brought several pioneers into my life and soldiers and encouragers along the way as I walk this journey to encourage me, to motivate me and, and be those mothers and, and grandmothers and, and people in my life, you know, and especially my, what we call Big Mama, you know, and uh, okay. that's my Eddie Douglas Booker, you know, she was uh, one of the most 
encouraging, funny, and, you know, determined people I know. She was the first comedian that I met. She <laughs> would always make me laugh and had the funniest way of uh, of uh, making dreams come true and, you know, and inspiring me from laying in a cotton field to laying in a, in a, in a cornfield and dreaming and from a pecan tree to a plum tree. You know, she had her way of making something simple turn magical. So I thank God for her. And I never forget those times, you know, from a peppermint stick to a caramel cake she baked. Um, okay. I thank God for okay. her and, and all the other pioneers that God blessed me with down through the years. So, yeah, it's been funny. Lorraine? Well, um, <clears throat> First of all, first of all you know, I, I credit, you know, God for being, a, you know, in my life and saving me, and, and I, I thank him for his grace. Um, also, you know, a lot of y'all don't know this, but, um, you know, I have an identical twin sister, and uh, I have a younger sister. And, um, you know, when we were um, in junior high school, my mom, you know, she moved to California, and she could not take us with her. So it, she had a choice. You know, she either give us over to the state or, you know, or, you know, or my sister Sandra had to make a decision. Either she kept us, and she had already, she had her own children. But Sandra actually legally adopted her three sisters. And uh, wow. she, uh, when we were in junior high, so to keep us from being, you know, um, uh, being awarded to the state, she she adopted us. So she raised not only just not only her three children, but she raised her three sisters until we graduated from high school. And so I have to say that a part of my our transformation, transition, however you want to call it, you know, from being in an environment that we were in, you know, and to um, giving us, you know, a, a better a better life, you know, is uh, I have to credit Sandra to that because she didn't have to. She could have said, well, I have three kids of my own. I can't raise three more kids. Or especially, you know, we, we were her teenage sisters. But she did. And I have to, you know, and, and, and she, she she did a darn good job doing it too because, you know, we, we, didn't, we didn't get out there on drugs and we didn't, end up with children and, you know, we, we, we finished school and went on to do something with our lives. And uh, we so met hold, people. So hold, hold, on, hold on a second. Let me let me just do a little clarification for my, this is just for me now. So Cassandra or Sandra, the guest on the uh, show tonight with you, raised you pretty much. Well, from, a, from, from junior high to we finished high school, yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, sure did. I mean, took care of us, you know. And um, she was. I mean, she. I went on my. I went on my prom. She. She was. She was my legal mother. You know, she was there when I went on my prom. She was there when we graduated. She was there. So legally speaking, on paper, legally, she. Sandra is not just my sister. Legally, she. You know, my mother too. Wow. So, uh, so that wow. so so I would say you know, you know we we're very grateful for that 
for her being a part of our lives like that. And uh, so I, I have to say that, you know, we God kept us, and, and he allowed her to be a part of our lives so we wouldn't be, you know, awarded to the state or end up out there, you know, uh, a, statistic out there, a statistic out there in the streets doing some of it and everything. Because if you want to look at it that way, we, we should have been out there, you know, maybe on drugs or with 15 kids and mm-hmm. living somewhere we said we should have been. But God, you know, he, he had other plans for us. So, you know, um, and then, you know, other people coming in our lives and being a blessing in our lives, you know, our pastors and, and stuff like that. So I would say that. Wow. That is something. Wow, yeah. Miss uh, Sandra, you've been busy there, I see. God's been busy. <laughs> it's only okay. by the grace of God. It's a blessing. It wasn't an That's a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That truly is a blessing. Truly is. Y'all have a lot going on, I tell you. I get the feeling that y'all can just do the whole three hours without talking. Sometimes these questions is just to, just to shed a little bit of light into your family. And uh, even with these little questions, y'all have opened up all kind of stuff. All kind of stuff. So, And some of us may have to listen to this more than once because it's a lot. It's y'all are talking. It's a lot, it's a lot being said. A lot being said. And... Um, Actually, one of y'all could be interviewed for the whole show, and I'm sure not missing B. But I'm, I just want y'all to know I'm enjoying it. I really enjoy it. It's one of my favorite interviews in doing this this blog, and I mean that. Y'all have a lot to say, okay. a lot you've been through, and you're not just out here just saying something. You're, you're living something, and I really appreciate that. Well, phone lines, I'm looking at the phone lines, up and down the phone lines outside of Donna. Uh, I don't see any questions or comments. Uh, everybody is hanging there, though. I guess they're listening. Some days we get these. Some days the phone lines is jumping, and some days everybody's just sitting back listening. And uh, I can tell you right now, we're holding strong. Uh, the, again, folks, it's after ten o'clock, so don't hang up. If for some reason you do get disconnected, call somebody that's listening to the show and do a three-way. Uh, Darlene is on the line. Uh, Darlene, you want to do uh, the thing we always do for those that get disconnected? Can they call you and you throw away? I mean, you want to do that? I can. All right. Give them your number. If you don't mind, please write this number down. I know y'all thinking, oh, I'm not going to get disconnected. You'll be the main one. Come on. Write the number down quickly, Darlene. 512-922-8161. 922-8161. I want to tell um, the family how I met these two ladies, these two cousins. And it's actually all because of Verna May, your Aunt Verna. She okay. was on her way to a family reunion in Little Rock. I had no idea about a family reunion. And she wasn't going to be able to make it. So she told me, um, you can have my ticket, you can go. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I was working overnight. I got off from work at 8 o'clock in the morning. And my sister and I drove into Little Rock. And it was so cool because 
we knew absolutely nobody. And we checked in, and they were all sitting there on the couch, and we just went over to them and asked them if they were with the family. And it was like everybody was so excited just to meet us. And I remember Cassandra coming up to me, and she was saying, oh, so Big Mama maiden name was Douglas? <laughs> it's like they didn't know, and they needed all of this information, and it was like we were like the main attraction <laughs> Other family reunion, and it felt really, wow. it felt wow. really good. Yes, you were, and I was like, "And y'all right in Texas? Are you serious?" <laughs> <laughs> I was flying in to Southwest and for thirty-nine dollars. You were right there in Texas. <laughs> it was hilarious. Wow. Yeah. Well, so far on the time, everybody, we're doing really good. We're actually four minutes ahead of schedule, and we have one last question, Darlene, if you can just go ahead with the final question for our guests. Again, y'all have done very, very good. Y'all are no strangers to the mic. I know that. <laughs> so, so go ahead, if you don't mind, with the okay. last question. The last question is, do you have any final words for any other family, anybody that's out there listening? Uh, well, I was just, I, I, I love you guys, and um, always know that everything you aspire to be, you already are. Thank you. Oh, that was nice. Now, that's all you're going to give us now. <laughs> I've been preaching all I'm night. Just, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm just teasing. I'm teasing. That that was good. Say that again. That was so good. I want you to say that one again. That was pretty good. Absolutely, absolutely. Everything you aspire to be, you already are, and that means that you have to. Everything you want to be is already on the inside of you. You have to see yourself there. You have to see yourself. Where you want to be, what you want to be, it's already in you. You were created with greatness. You were, you were, you have purpose. You were created with that. It's on the inside of you. And when you begin to believe that, and you begin to see that, and you begin to speak that, it becomes your reality. And there's actually a scripture that kind of supports that. And uh, talking about those uh, born again, it says Second uh, Peter one and three. The Father has given us all power. Listen to this, folks. Y'all got to get this. Second Peter 1 and 3. I couldn't remember where it was found out, so I have to look it up. It says, his, depi- his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that have called us to glory and virtue. He has already given it to us, all things that pertain to life and guidance. Okay, Ms. Cassandra, I guess the same question. Well, basically, you know, Lorraine has kind of said it all. I, I just want to say to my family and um, all those that are listening to continue to enhance, you know, our family and all the people you come in contact with, to enlarge our territory and all those you come in contact with 
with all the knowledge and the wisdom and the blessings that God has bestowed upon you and in you to give back. And if you can only inspire just that one, be motivated and encouraged to do that. Know that God has given you a gift, and that gift is a good gift of life. And if he thinks enough of you, loves you enough to give that to you each day, pay it forward and give that encouragement to another. Family is important, regardless of what shape, size, color, age we come in. We're still family. And do whatever we can to enhance each other, to make deposits into each other, to cause each other to dream, to motivate, to inspire, to enlarge one another. Let's not take each other for granted because one second of our life is not promised. Let's not take advantage of it. I love you all. Thank you for honoring me, taking me in to listen, to encourage, to think enough of me to take this time to allow me to share my family with you because we are family. Thank you. I love you. Wow. Wow. But before y'all run, I appreciated that. That was nice, really nice. I kind of knew you was going to do something that extra, that that nice. And so um, hey, I'm looking Shaq, at the phone Shaq. lines. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on here. Hold on everything, y'all. I have to stop talking here for a second because I realized somebody had their hand up all this time. Uh-oh, probably going to be in trouble. Eric code 248-514. I think it's Mr. Calvin. Let's see. Uh, Eric code 248 Five one four. Please forgive me. I just now recognize your hand was up. Go with your question or comment for our guest. Hey, I was wait. I was waiting for you to wake up, Miss Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Calvin. Hey, listen. First of all, this is what I want to say to my beautiful sisters because they're like sisters to me. We love you, Calvin. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, man. I love you more. You're a popular guy. You're a popular guy. Go ahead. That's right. That's right. I love those ladies, and they know it. They know it. (laughs) We know it. Hey, listen. We do. I was I was kind of busy tonight, Seth. I think I got in touch with you. Uh, You know, we got this. I got this night class going now. I had to kind of manage that. Right. And uh, so I was kind of listening uh, on my way back. I just got to the house not too long ago. But, uh, yeah, everything about those ladies, they just, they whatever they said, that's that's who they are. That's who they are. <laughs> and, uh, and they're going to continue to grow and expire. And uh, that's just how they are. I mean, that's, what, what can I say? They They put it all out there. And I love them. They sure like did. My sister. Those they are sure my did. Sister. We love you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I just wanted to kind of chime in and and and, and say hello and, um, uh, and 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 for you all to keep doing what you do because uh, you inspire me too, as always. Because we, well, like I was, we, 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 go ahead. Yeah, we have a. Uh, it's, there's a lot of women in, in, in this family, and they very strong, inspiring, inspirational, spiritual, uh, loving. You got tons of love, and 
and and and, and leadership and, and 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 so many different things to share. Uh, one of the things I think Cassandra said earlier that uh, we there's a lot of talent in this family, tons of talent. And one of the things this blog is doing again is to bring us together so we can kind of level on each other, learn from each other, and continue to build our lives. Because, hey, it only gets better. Yes, yes, yes. It only gets better. Right. Yes, yes, yes. But I was trying to rush in and and holler at my sisters before they go. We well, you love, love you more. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kevin, you're going to hang out uh, a, little, to a little later. We've got a little time left, and I think we're going to hit this uh, open forum uh, a little bit of talking about the African-American church. You're going to be able to hang around for that, or you got homework or whatever? Well, I, yeah, I, I can sort of, but, you know, I got a ton of things I got to do too. In fact, I yeah, I'm trying to get yeah. this meeting going for the homeowner association because you know I'm the president of our homeowner association too. Other than running the business and managing the building and all those other things I do. So right, right. Uh, and I'm I'm getting ready to go out of town. My birthday is the seventh, April the seventh. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay. Um, now hold on, hold on, now, hold going, on, everybody. Uh, hold on a second, everybody. Er- Area code eight one seven. Somebody just had their hand up. Uh, it's a lot of people on the phone lines. Y'all got to be patient because I got to go. Oh, there you go. Okay, I see you now. Eric code 817353, we'll come at you next. Go ahead, Kevin. Yeah, I was, uh, my birthday is uh, April 7th. I'm trying to get some stuff crunched. And uh, then we're going to Michigan uh, Thursday, and I'll be celebrating my birthday there for an event. Got another group of brothers that I've been with for ten years that we are going to we're going to celebrate my birthday at the same time. It's kind of like a black tie event, and uh, what we do is uh, do a lot of scholarship funding for some of the young folks uh, to try to keep them encouraged and going to school and getting an education. Because uh, as you know, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Yes, it is. So we yes, try it to is. Do that too. And most of these well, guys, they got their own businesses. They retired, so they want to give something back. So uh, that's a, my group that I've been with for 10 years. So we, we've got a lot of things so, going on. Yeah, it seems like you're a busy body as well. Well, listen, we appreciate you calling tonight, supporting your cousins, as you call them, sisters, and uh, love y'all's yeah. relationship. You don't have to – we can hear the body language, and we know that y'all really is together and, and supporting each other. appreciate that. I'm going to go ahead and go to – I don't want to upset uh, some uh, family member here, uh, Holdings here. They've been holding for a while. Again, you know, it's a lot of phone numbers, and I have to move this bar up and down. I might miss you, so y'all be patient. But I'm going to go ahead and go to this next line. Kevin, I thank you for calling in. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you guys, too. Love you all. Love you, too. Love you, too. And that was Mr. Kevin Stan. He's done his show several times. Kevin is really supportive this show co-hosting and uh, doing what he can. Every code 817353 again. Apologize for the delay there, but go ahead with your question or comment. I was just trying to say hello to Kelvin Cal, and that was it. I don't know what I did, but I was just saying hello. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, just tell me hello real quick. Just, 
Is this Donna? Okay. All right. Well, Donna, thank you for coming back on to say hi to Calvin. It looks like we got another hand that went up. Donna, is that all you had? Yeah. Yes. Well, that was nice. You you come stop by to say hi to your cousin. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and go. That was my sister, Donna. She just said hi to Calvin. Uh, I'm going to go to another another hand that's up, area code 210653. Go ahead with your question or comment. Comment from Emma Jewel Johnson Douglas. How are you doing today? Hello, hello, Miss Jewel. Hi. Hey, it's, it's so good to hear you. I've been listening the whole time. And I said I just had to say something to my two beautiful cousins there. I I just was listening to you, and you just sounded so much just like me with your goals and your achievements and how your family has helped you and the accolades you gave to your family and to your sisters for taking care of you. I just appreciate that so much. We should give credit where credit is due. And I thought, that's just like me. We definitely have those family traits and how you speak into existence what you want it to be. Same thing that I did. I spoke into existence what I wanted to be as a child, and it happened. The same thing happened to you. And with all the help that your family has given you, your your siblings, your parents and all, the same way that my siblings and my parents helped me, and also my husband and my children and I, they helped me also to succeed. We just sound so much alike, cousins, and I wish I could meet you. Perhaps I may have seen some of you at a reunion, but I do look forward to seeing you again. We are definitely blood because we have some of the same characteristics. I enjoyed <laughs> you so much. Thank you so much, cousin. We love you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, yes, Miss Emma. Yes. Uh, I appreciate that coming. I had to go off to, to another line, but I appreciate the, that comment. And uh, I wanted to just say to you, uh, folks, this is the person, the interview that we did last week. And many of you, I know y'all didn't hear last week because this phone line is really full. Y'all need to go back and check out last week's interview and hear all of the great things that Emma Jewel accomplished. This talent, this family is full of talent, and like Emma, Emma, Emma was saying, a lot of things you've heard tonight can be echoed last week. Again, God is in the blessing business. He is blessing all over this family, and I appreciate Emma you calling in and chiming. In. I just apologize I wouldn't have to go to another line while you was there. But we do have another phone call. I told you when it rained, it poured. Eight one seven. 65, we're going to come to you next. Emma, did you have any other comments for our guests? Uh, well, I just say just, you know, keep, keep on pushing, you know, and never give up, you know, you, on your Emma. dreams. And like Curtis Mayfield said, keep on pushing because Thank there's you. always something new to learn and something new to do. So I applaud you. And so happy to hear you and look forward to meeting you one of these days. Amen. We look forward to meeting you. Thank Thank you. you, You're welcome. 
Yeah, that's And that's Miss Emma Jewel Johnson. Again, if y'all missed her last week, it's all recorded. Erica, eight one seven six two five eight one seven six two five. Um, go ahead with your question and comment. I want to apologize to you. I thought you was Donna, and that's why I didn't come to you because I thought you just left your hand up. So I think this is Don. Don, go ahead with your question and comment for our guest. Hold on, hold on. I got to turn your mic on. My bad. Try it again. Go ahead, Don. I'd just like to say to uh, Lorenda, Lorraine and Sandra, this is Don Shaw, and I'm uh, the son of Robbie Booker Slaughter. Hi, Don. How you doing? And, Hi, um, how are you? Yeah, my, uh, my mother, you may know her, Robbie Slaughter Booker. But I'll tell you one thing. It's been really an inspiration listening to you tonight. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're a motivator. Both of y'all are motivators. And it's something that I just want to comment that you know has been an encouragement listening to you. How you mm-hmm. think you put your dream out there and pursued it. And I'm a firm believer that whatever it is that you desire, Hard that if you work on it, God will make it pass. And I just benefited from listening tonight. Normally I try to co-host, but tonight I appreciate you listening. So I just want you to know you've been a great encouragement to many people that are listening. And I want to let you know that you're loved by many, and just keep on doing the good work. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you, Don. We love you, Don. Thank you. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Keep us in your prayers. Keep in, you know. Keep us before the Lord, and hey, and we thank you, the Lord for allowing us to be on the show. It's an honor. We'll do. We're gonna definitely keep you in the prayers. Right. And Don, if you want to, you can. If you want to, you can just hang on, count the line because again, I did you horrible. I thought you were. Oh dying. no, you, you didn't. Know, right. I listened. Y'all, you've been on hold for a long time, so you used to co-host. So, won't you? If you mind hanging out with us for the rest of the night, you got a minute? I got a minute or two. Hey, Seth. Okay. Well, yes, ma'am. If anybody, I just want to put out there that, you know, I I, I do do a lot of motivating and inspirational posts. So, you know, I don't know who has Facebook page and who who do or don't, but you can all you can always like me at uh, Lorraine O. Power Thinking Mind or the Power Thinking Mind. You can like that page. One more time, say it for everybody. Well, you, 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 can either, you can either like my page is called Power Thinking Mind. Or if you want to add me as a friend, just go to Lorene O. Power Thinking Mind. And if they want you to come and speak, just send me a just send me a message. Actually, I'm getting ready to put together a conference, but it's going to be for the Little Rock area right now. I'm putting together a uh, empowerment conference. Uh, so, but it's for the Little Rock area, and there's some other things going on here. So. Who knows? One day it may. I'm believing for it to go outside of the state of Arkansas. But I have a. I also have a program called Ask Black Women. That's something I started years ago, and it's a virtual site right now. But I'm going to be doing some panels. I'm going to have. Uh, one month it may be political, where we have some African American women. They're on the panel. It'll be a summit. People can ask questions. Then the next month it may be entrepreneurship, business owners. But it's Ask Black Women. I'm looking forward to making that something amazing. Well, I must say that both of y'all are really, 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 um, I really enjoyed this. Like I said, it's one of my favorite interviews and doing this blog. I'll probably listen to this show again. Some shows I listen to twice. This will be one of them. 
I do have a bone to pick, though, uh, with Sandra. Darling, you'll get a kick out of this. <laughs> don't do so, it. Don't uh, do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> she said don't do it. Don't do it. I got a bone to pick with my cousin uh, Sandra. She says to me, we saw my Lorene early, and I was talking about her bio and how professional her bio was. Lorene had a really nice bio. Y'all remember me reading it, right? So Cassandra, we were saying, well, maybe Cassandra should have a bio. And she was saying, well, no, my sister do what she do. I do what I do. We both are happy. We both are successful. She says, but I don't really have a bio. And, and so she was saying, she's a motivational speaker, and that's what she's doing. She's <laughs> she's good at it. And we all agree tonight that your sister Lorene does have a gift. Anybody that don't see that is blind. But my sister, my cousin, if you're not a motivational speaker, I just don't know what a motive. I don't even know what motivation means. <laughs> I, wasn't she motivational tonight? Absolutely, she was. <laughs> well, I was thinking several events. I just don't put on my. I don't put it on the bio. I'm like, Seth, I ain't got no bio. I ain't doing no bio. If I go to my sister, she gonna do a bio. Now, didn't I tell you that, Seth? Yes, 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 you did. Lorene House, and I tell Lorene to send me the bio. Lorene gonna do a bio. I did promise you that. When I got in, I told Lorene, I said, Seth needs a bio. She said, Okay, we got. It. Don't worry about yeah, it. But the, yeah, but the pressure was on. The last minute pressure was on. So <laughs> it was something new. I said, but she's I said, bio. She sat there and, and she did that bio. I said, what's your email? And she had set that bio. I said, and I text Seth and I said, and it was nice. check Darlene and tell her to relax. She got a bio. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But more important than the words on the bio, which which Lorene did a very good job in, the, in record time. I mean, that was really not just like you said. <laughs> but what you did tonight and the stories, especially the question number, my favorite was question number three. When you said, when we asked you, who is Cassandra? I got to hear that again. So those family members that missed question number three because you was running late. Go back, rewind, and hear what y'all's cousin said on question number three. Both of them did a good job. I thought y'all did excellent, excellent, excellent. Darlene, any last words for our guest? This is kind of off the beaten course, but Cassandra, could you tell them uh, you love to cook, right? (laughs) You know what I'm going to say. Tell them about that butter roll. I see. I knew she's gonna say that about butter. this butter roll that we had at the family reunion, and and they talked about this butter roll. And we all, me and my sister, and we all do this. We all inspired to cook, and we do these recipes. From one has a famous peach cobbler, and Lorraine does this sweet potato casserole. The name does, you know. So we all have these special things we cook. And and so I did a butter roll for the family reunion, and I had never did one before. I, this grandmother that I knew, she had she was like a god grandmother. I was like, I want a butter roll, and I want it to be something special. This is our first family reunion. 
And, man, that bad butter roll was better than sex. I tell you, everybody was like, oh, my God, we need this butter roll. I'm serious. It was, like, dangerous. You know, so wow. that, that. We took, we took some butter roll back to Rockdale to let my mother taste it. And I tried it a couple of times, maybe and it got better each time, but it was nothing like that. That was great. It, it, I'm, I'm serious, and it's and it's like and it's just like and and I, I and so my new thing was tea cakes, you know, because big mom, well, you know, big mom fix tea cakes. So then I, I I when we got snowed in, I said, okay, I got to figure out how to do tea cakes because grandmama, big mom used to always fix them. So I did tea cakes with nutmeg. I did tea cakes with lemon flavor. I did. 